Welcome back to Power Work Crit, everybody. It's Corin, and I'm your GM today. With me are four intertwined players. They are Kayla, and I am playing Irithel Boreal and Rim. I'm Andrew, and I'm playing Gabriella Glimmerglamour. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm playing Izzy Welkenmov. And I'm David, and I'm playing Mickey Shursafe. I'm so used to hearing you say Lord Usurker von Pride. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> it's been months, but here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you guys are in a scuffle. We're mm. in a fight. You think? A tiff, even. Yes. Oh. And a, a glyph? <laughs> <laughs> a tiff with a glyph? Or it could be a pung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you guys found this monstrous creature. And the monstrous car- creature. The monstrous creature and carnage everywhere. So, with that, let's get back into combat. Oh boy. Okay. First up is Irithel. You are in a tree. Izzy is, what, about 50 feet away from this thing? North. Yeah. Gabriella is very, very hurt and just managed to very quickly scrape by without dying. And Mickey's on the other side of the log and had just lobbed something. I believe it was a dire. Woof. It yep. was. Okay. It went woof. <laughs> yes. Currently, it says strawberry jellyfish, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, that's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> so, first up is Irithel. You're in that tree. I am pretty dang comfortable in this tree. How high up am I, by the way? The trees are about 40 to 50 feet high. Okay, so, so I'm probably... how you want to be. I'm probably 20 feet then at the moment. Okay, sounds good. Because you don't want to get too high because then the branches get very, very too thin. Mm-hmm. Not very supportive. It's still too far away for me to do anything other than just shoot it. Well, you'd still have disadvantage with the sunlight, right? That is correct. Yeah, well, we forgot she had disadvantage last time. I've been taking. It's okay. She's been, been having disadvantage the entire time. Yeah, oh, I've, I've had disadvantage the whole time. The only time I was able to negate it was once. I the, think the first round when we surprised it. Yes. Gotcha. So it it hasn't been a factor, but. We just just need to keep in mind, even when she does get in range, she still has disadvantage. Ha ha ha, but if it's melee, then I have blindsight. Uh Guess you should run up to it. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very comfortable in this tree. That tree is going to be her new home. This is my new home, (laughs) so I would like to shoot it with the crossbow, my light crossbow. Oh, I missed. That's a nine. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. Corn, Corn, where's the monster at? What's it doing right now? Well, the monster right now is currently... It had just hopped over the, the pond. Yeah, just hopped the over the pond. Tree, you had just whatever. run away. It's snarling and gnashing its teeth. And it sees Izzy and Gabriella. So it's going to be one of those, which one does it go after first? Oh, ho, ho, but it be feared. Oh, that's right. It's yeah, it can't go towards It can't Gab- get closer yeah. to Gabriella, correct? Until the end of my turn. If only there weren't some, del- there were some delicious, tasty, large, juicy hunk of meat it could go after. Hmm. Maybe. You mean your dire wolf? <laughs> the one that you lobbed and it hit the side of the thing and just poofed right next to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that one. one. Okay, cool. So I would actually, technically, I get two attacks. I haven't been able to use both attacks, though, because I've been using a crossbow, but I also have a hand crossbow in my pack. I would like to pull that out because I'm like, oh, I missed. And so I would like to pull the hand crossbow out and try to shoot that. Okay. Was it automatically loaded when you pull wait, it? Oh, that's wait, true. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, not it's loaded. Not, that's no, true. Never mind. Loaded. I cannot do that. Never mind. Strike that, reverse it, undo yep. it. Well, okay, that's it. So you spend your second action reloading for the next round? It technically is part of just the action. Is it just It's stupid this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird, but basically Well, you could pull out the second hand you could pull out the hand crossbow and load it, and then you'd have both ready for next. No. I can I can load one. So you're looking longingly at your hand crossbow. I am looking longingly at my hand crossbow, which would have only done a D... I guess it's a D6. It's respectable. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Oh, wait. How far away? No, no. That'd be bad. I just remembered last session. Ooh, it's so tempting. I have a rock. Okay. A, a bead? I have a bead. A bead Beetle of force. force. <laughs> How far away can I throw this? Is it based it's, on your strength throw? It's got to be based on that, right? You can use an action to throw the bead up to 60 feet. This is it's some magic. bead. It's tiny. Can I throw the bead? <laughs> no, yeah, I'll let you throw a bead. As part of my attack action. <laughs> sure. Do you have to roll something to actually hit it? She does have to do an attack roll, yes. Okay. 
Okay. I think. Or is it a save? It's really, really weird. It says you can use it's an action to throw the bead up to 60 feet. because it's, it's a grenade. You don't have to hit them. The bead explodes on impact and is destroyed. Each creature within 10 feet radius of where the bead landed must succeed on a DC 15 dex saving throw okay. or take 5d4 force damage. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That makes sense. So it's a dex save, right? Yes. How is your dex? Okay. It moves very quickly. Small <laughs> smoke bomb is released. We're about to find out. Yeah, how is its dex? The answer is probably pretty good, actually. Okay. Maybe it's like a rhinoceros. Very speedy, but not necessarily. Ooh, okay. Not good at corners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it rolled a three. Ah. Oh. Go ahead and, and do your damage. Hallelujah. Where be my D4s? I know I own more D4s than this, but I can't find them, so I have You can borrow a couple. Thank you. That is mighty helpful. That's what I'm here to do. I'm a bard. I'm support. (laughs) Bard, then why do you keep going up towards the front line? Because I'm supportive. (laughs) (laughs) A little too supportive there. 11 11 force damage. Nice. Take all that damage. Okay. And, And a sphere of transparent force then encloses the area for one minute. I should have kept reading. Any creature that has failed the save and is completely within the area is trapped inside the sphere. Hmm. Creatures that succeed on the save are partially in the area or pushed away from the center of the sphere until they are no longer inside. Only breathable air can pass through the sphere's walls. No attack or other effect can. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. So how fine. long is that for? A minute. One minute. Okay. Well, <gasps> it's a vitriolic sphere. He. Okay. Wait. Actually, how big? Okay. He's, he's a large. It's he a large is, creature. Yeah. So he would fit in a ten foot radius. Yes. Yeah. He's in a hamster ball. Okay, yeah. he can move so, it. Wait, is it a vitriolic sphere or an altuk sphere? Sorry, altuk sphere. Meaning he can push it around. He is literally in a hamster ball. He's a gerbil. Yes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so <gasps> the sphere can be picked up and its magic causes it to weigh only one pound. Regardless of the creature inside. Kick it. Kickball it. <laughs> okay, so... Read me again. What? what the <laughs> Wait, can it capture a large-sized creature? It's, it's a giant pokeball. It's a. You can use an action to throw the bead up to sixty feet. It explodes on impact and is destroyed. Each creature within a ten-foot radius of where the bead landed must succeed on a DC fifteen Dex saving throw or so it's take twenty-foot sphere. Yeah, mm-hmm. or take five D four force damage. A sphere of transparent force then encloses the area for one minute. Any creature that failed the save and is completely within the area is trapped inside the sphere. If you weren't completely inside the sphere, you get pushed out. Only breathable air can pass through the sphere's wall. No attack or other effect can get through it. Any unenclosed creature can use its action to push against the sphere's wall, moving the sphere up to half the creature's walking speed. The sphere can be picked up and its magic causes it to weigh only one pound regardless of the weight of the creature inside. Can an effect get out of it? It's a wall of force, so it's yeah, a wall of it. force. Yeah. Wow. So Oops. is everybody just like, huh? Because we didn't read that part <laughs> of Apparently. the uh, yeah. Irithel didn't read that far into the instruction manual. She said, <laughs> "Oh, it does force damage. Cool. I can throw it from here. Cool. Oh, guys. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. So you guys see as this thing explodes, a semi-translucent sphere encircles around this creature." And it's like legs kind of get shoved underneath it as it looks like it's inside a ball, mm-hmm. I guess. It's like, what are, what are those balls? Like Gochujang balls or something like that? The prize balls that you get out of? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> looks exactly like that. And it looks confused. We all are. Go, go, get help. That person in the hole, get them out. This sounds like the perfect opportunity. Mickey is just kind of standing there with his mouth open, huh? <laughs> looking at this weird ball. He looks at you like, who? What? What's? What the heck? He I don't know, but it's it. useful. Uh, oh, oh. Mickey, just do what she says. Hold on, hold on, Mickey. How long does that last? One minute. Oh. 55 seconds. Uh-huh. Izzy, go, go, go. Okay. Uh, That's hey, true. You can use Dory you. to get over there really fast. Mm-hmm. Hi. Run. Uh, can't. Why? I buried myself in here. Oh, oh. that's doable. I'm going to climb down into the hole. Okay. As you do so, you hit something hard. What's but this? But you can't see it. Uh, protection? 
So you're just gonna die here? Maybe if if. Okay. Uh, see you later. Oh. He hops out of the hole. Wait. She wait. says she wants to die. No, what? I didn't. I'm gonna. I'm going to start running away from this creature. We did it. Who wait. is it? I don't know. They just said they want. They they wanted to die in here. No, I didn't. I'm not gonna break their wishes. <laughs> uh. Okay. I somehow doubt that, Mickey. But okay. Meanwhile, Izzy is moving up towards the hamster ball with Dora behind her. I am okay. going to shout to Izzy, you can kick it. <laughs> you okay? Punt. <laughs> so Izzy dashes up to the hamster ball. Mm-hmm. And you know what? For kicks and giggles, she is going to pick it up because it only weighs a pound. Okay. <laughs> this thing is snarling and its tongue is lashing out at you. Uh-huh. It's just hitting uh-huh. the edge. She's going to throw it to... The east side of the pond, where it's going to be farthest away from everyone, especially where Mickey is arguing with someone trapped in a hole. Uh, she said she wanted to die. <laughs> we should leave her to her wishes. We're not going to get away from this thing otherwise, also. What kind of check do I have to make in order to throw this one pound, 20 foot <laughs> diameter <laughs> hamster ball? Uh, you don't? D- given that it's one pound and 20 foot diameter, does it throw it all or is it like a balloon? Yeah, it could just... That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that's part of the thing. Can I kick it? <laughs> like a dodgeball. Well, uh. kickball, sorry. Dodgeball is very different with your hands. So I'm going to say you're going to be able to throw this up to like 60 feet. Okay. Because it's Wait, why? a pound. Why would you be able to throw it 60 feet? I'd say wind resistance probably yeah. does it. Yeah. Yeah. The major thing would be wind resistance on this thing, but you could probably chuck it 30 feet. If you threw it, it'd just go or whatever direction it. the wind threw, took it. This is true. Where is the wind? I'm going to guess that Izzy is very in tune <gasps> with the wind and throws, mm. it, in, throws yes. it with the wind. I mean, Izzy could just talk to the wind and say, Hey, do me a flavor and flavor this ball <laughs> <laughs> that away. I mean, you could do that too. <laughs> Give it a licking. <laughs> so, yes, <gasps> I am going yes. to talk to the wind and ask it to help carry this ball as far as it can. Make sure to tumble it a lot and make it dizzy. Hmm. Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. You're, you're pretty reasonable at persuasion, if I, I recall am. correctly. So with disadvantage, it's an 18. Wow. Oh, with an 18, yeah. You hear, fly away, (laughs) (laughs) throw, and I give it a shove up and over so that the wind can get a little bit of a pickup on it and Mm -hmm. move it away. And you can determine how far the wind would take it based on that. Roll a d10. Okay. Corin, I am going to be very disappointed if you put it in my tree. (laughs) That's a 10. Okay. Please roll a d4. One is going to be north. Two is going to be east. Three is going to be south. Four is going to be west. That's a two. Okay, it goes east. Just like I wanted. <laughs> the dice are with me. So, Izzy, you lob it, and this creature gets thrown about five feet, and then you guys feel a gust from the west suddenly smack it kind of like a beach ball. And it bounces and bounces and bounces and lands a hundred feet away. Nice. <laughs> Heck yeah. It's all right. <laughs> it will not take it long to get back over here. Oh, right. Exactly. So that'll take maybe a turn and a half? Yes. Six seconds. Yeah. Pretty sure it has a speed of 50 feet. Yeah. Something nasty. But so it's all right. Because it'll have less than that because of its tongue. Okay, hmm. guys. We have like 50 seconds to figure out an uh, alternate plan. What are we doing? That did not take just about <laughs> 10 seconds, but okay. I mean, sure. it took a round. <laughs> Technically, it took a round. So Gabriella hasn't moved yet, so <laughs> yes. We're still within those six seconds, supposedly. <laughs> All right. So I'm assuming this is the next round, but unless Gabriella wants to check a health potion. <laughs> I haven't done anything. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Please do something. <laughs> do you have uh-huh. a health potion? Gabriella, do you have a health potion? I mean, a health a, 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 chocolate? A, a choco. A health truffle? A choco ball of healing. Or a choco nipple. You don't no. th- I don't have anything worse to <laughs> You don't like? No. <laughs> What's wrong with a choco nipple? No, that's what I was calling the the smaller ones. I like Choco Nibble. It's cute. So having run across the way and seen the big ball go flying away. Huzzah! But Mickey has said that the person doesn't need help, but like they were calling for help. They want to die. They said so. (laughs) They told me. 
Uh, I don't make thing, this up. Well, I'm just relaying what I heard. <laughs> no, Mickey never lies. We don't have a lot of time. Gabriella, you need to heal yourself. Do you have anything? I'm going to use healing word okay. uh, at second level for 2d4 plus 4. I have a... So it's not a health potion. It is literally a candy chocolate thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I could toss that down without it breaking. Yeah. I'll do that on my turn. Is Gabriella, it a, is I have, it a, I have a, a covered one or is it a small one? I have one of both. Uh, I think I just have actually one of, I have to double check. I have either one of both or, I don't remember. Okay. I didn't put it down. I just, I have two potions of healing. Yeah. So at this point, you guys are out of combat. Tell me what you want to do. I don't healing? know that we're out of combat. Uh, but com- I don't want to go 10 rounds with uh, you guys sure. doing stuff. No, so that's just fine. just tell me what you want to do. We I just have a moment out of combat. Yeah, we have a moment out of combat. So, so wait, how much, Gabriella, did you heal? I healed eight. So we got to do something quick because I don't think that force field is going to stay up long. So we either run away because this thing is too tough for us right now. We need more information or we try and get this person out. Let's get the person out because at the very least they can give us more information. If it is... You can't. the Spira. You literally can't. Okay. Why not? You can't. It just... It, Help! Okay, Izzy, you said you were running over there? And we can't I'll run over there. Izzy's running over as backup. Mickey, are you running south or are you running back north? Mickey is going to run, because of his current position and where that thing is, he is now heading west, southwest. Okay. Away. Away from us, then. And away from it. Yes, Mm -hmm. but also away from us. So if Mm -hmm. it chases you down, I can't help you. It won't. Maybe. So I get to the hole that Mickey had gone down in and seemed to be conversing with someone. I love how said none that of you trust They're ready character. to die. Nope. <laughs> As we put it, Mickey never lies. Yeah, and there's just this giant dire wolf just looking around like, what, what do I do? What <laughs> am I here? Oh, oh, the it dire... acts according to its basic nature, which is going to mean it attacks you guys, I suspect. Or it goes after the ball. <laughs> uh, doesn't it? It's considered friendly. Who said? Allies. It, it obeys my wishes, but I didn't give it any wishes, so the creature is friendly to you and your companions, and it acts on its turn. So I make it to the hole, and I say, hello down there? You need help? Yes, please. What did you do to put yourself in there? So I put myself in a sphere, and that thing was digging me into the ground, and now I'm stuck in the mud. Can the sphere- I'm safe from it, but can the sphere be broken? You should tell her that we've got it trapped for a moment, that if she's got a spell or something like that, to dispel it so we yep. can get her out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it, now's the time to spell and run away because we got it trapped in a ball for the next mm, 40 seconds. Okay. Um, I might need some help because bud, heavy, drown, help. Okay. What? Okay, I'm going to release my ball. Okay. One, two, three. And you see all of the mud at the bottom just cave into this Do I see hole. even like a hand that I can like grab onto? As this mud disappears, you see a teeny tiny hand reach out before it's covered in mud. I grab that hand. Okay. And if I need to, I will cast levitate <laughs> you should on just the hand. Cast, you should. You should cast I levitate. I will cast levitate on the hand. Okay, I'm going to need you to make a strike check. On even levitate? with that? No, with levitate? She can cast levitate on the person. She can. You can cast levitate on yourself. No, yeah. she can cast levitate I on the person. I looked it up last week. Her character has the ability to cast the levitate mm-hmm. on anyone. She just never does. Yeah, I've always done it on myself, but I could technically mm-hmm. do it on something else that I see. Gotcha. So you cast levitate on this person that you're grabbing onto. Yes. And you, it moves about 10 feet, right? 10 feet up or down? It is up to 20 feet. 20 feet? So, pop. Yeah. You see this teeny tiny little sprite head come up. She goes, thank you. Um, Hold on. And as the sprite comes up, right about the torso, you see that her bottom flares out and flares out and flares out to something much larger. She's like the upper half of a sprite, but the bottom half of like a very large creature. Yeah, basically... And this is once, very disproportionate. Go on. Yeah, and once she gets her bearings, you see a giant claw come out, followed by another giant claw, and then a stinger. Interesting. So there's this teeny tiny 
sprite body on top of a large scorpion body. And she says, oh, thank you. Oh boy, that thing is, oh, oh dear. Yeah, tick, tick, uh, tick, tick, we're, tick. we're gonna run. Okay, <laughs> let's run, let's run. I feel like all of these descriptions have taken way more than a minute, but okay. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're gonna fantasy time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I have an action, mm-hmm. I'm going to Eldritch Blast the big ball. And okay. I have repelling blast, so it's going to push it another 10 feet. Okay, perfect. <laughs> perfect. And yeah. You, if the wind's still going, maybe it'll go further. <laughs> yeah, roll a d10. I have two of them, mm. technically. So I can hit it twice. Okay. Roll a <laughs> d10 pew. twice. That's a 12. Spider. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. Try again. Okay, that's a nine. So it goes 10 feet plus 90. And there's a 10. So it goes 110 <laughs> feet away. So it's just way <laughs> off the map. It's just kind of bobbing way down. We the... have extra time, so guys. It's great. I'm assuming... it's, it's now like stuck in a tree, just kind of like hanging out in some branches. And I, I'm assuming that it was like rapid fire to yeah. hit it hit it fast enough and have enough force because mm-hmm. otherwise it would have been out, out of range for the second blast. Mm-hmm. So, okay. um, Let's run. And yeah. um, Holy cow. That's huge. Yeah. Uh. My place is this way. I could ward it. Quick, run, run, run. All and right. She Following starts. after her. I sigh as I scramble down the tree ungracefully. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Erythel, you can do it. I have a beautiful tree that I could hide in, but no, we've got to run off to the hut. <laughs> cool. Mickey, you coming? Mickey's not around. I oh. mean, he's been running, so he can't mm-hmm. hear you, I That's assume. That's true. <laughs> okay. Great. We'll find him later. <laughs> so as you guys travel, we'll say about five rounds-ish, I am trying my hardest not to trip in any of the mud. I probably do trip. Oh, yeah. Don't want to touch the water. (laughs) Doing my best. (laughs) So as you guys are running, you see that there is a hill on the other side of the pond that has like a kind of similar to Granny Grey Willow, how her house was kind of jutting out of this tree. There's like a front of a home jutting out out of the hill. It's a hobbit hole. Yeah, kind of like a hobbit hole. And she says, quickly, quickly, inside, inside. Was this? I follow what, in after her. What direction is this from where we were this, at? This, this south. was south. Okay, so Mickey may have seen this on his way. If he did, he just saw this giant scorpion thing chasing after you guys. <laughs> <laughs> or you guys chasing after this we giant We were chasing scorpion after the scorpion. <laughs> so we're going to go with he did not see that? Unless you uh, want him to. to you. you want to roll for it to see if he saw us or not? I'm going to go with no. Okay. okay. I'm so ahead of you running. guys, so if you guys are running even vaguely the same direction I am, then I wouldn't see you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So she uh, ushers you in. You guys wave her hand, and the door slams open, and she moves to the side. She goes, in, 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 in. I follow after her. Yep. And you hear, off in the distance, a loud roar as this sphere has dissipated, and this thing is now very, very, very angry, and it sounds like it's coming right back to the pond. You guys are able to get inside. Spira squeezes in between the door frames and shuts the door just as you guys hear rustling through the the petrified trees off in the distance, this thing starting to growl and roar. And eh, it's probably found the dire wolf at this point. So battle ensues. Off camera. Off camera. Probably. Yeah, poof. (laughs) So you go through your safe. Mickey, what are you doing? Mickey, presuming that you all died because she clearly wanted to die and this thing was too close, um, after he's, you know, far enough away that it's unlikely to catch up anytime soon, he <sighs> calms down, enjoys nature, hmm. looks for a tall tree and climbs it Okay. to see what he can see. All right. You can see... Hmm. So did you go, like, into the, the thicket? Or did you just, like, go to the edge of the pond? Like, did you continue beyond the edge of the pond? Well, the tall trees aren't in the pond, so... Right. So, yeah, seeing what you can see, it's pretty dense in this area. You can see, like, little bits of the pond Mm -hmm. through the trees. It's pretty far off, though. But at the moment, you think you're safe. Which is always a nice thing. It's good Mm -hmm. to be safe. Yep. Yep, so I will sit up in the tree, and I will pull out a sandwich, and I'll eat it while watching to see if anybody survives. Cool. Sounds good. I don't want to abandon the party after all. Of course. 
So, inside the house, you guys see three different rooms. One is definitely a bedroom. One looks to be like a cooking area. And another one seems to be a workshop area. And this tiny sprite on a large scorpion body is just like, "Ah, thanks. So, um, what's that thing out there? Do you know anything about it? I have no idea. It saw me, it chased me, I put myself in a ball, and then it was trying to get at me, but it dug me further into the mud, and I just kind of got stuck in the mud. By, by the way, we haven't introduced ourselves. Uh, I'm, I'm Izzy. Hi. Irithel, out of breath, goes, I'm Irithel. As I actually, I'm not per se out of breath, but man, my leg hurts. I've sat down in a mm. chair, and I'm working out some some poor uh, cramps. Oh. Hi. And... And Gabriella, hi! I didn't. Oh, it's d- been a long time. Gabriella's been like panting over, just like oh, 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 <laughs> and looks up and finally like looks around and is, like kind of squinty-eyed. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Our. Oh, yeah. I didn't quite look like this the last time you saw me. I. What, what was? What's your name? Aspira. I, I... Oh, okay. Yeah, this. This is what happens when you break a contract, knowingly oh. or unknowingly. This was the terms. And uh, this is me for the next hundred years. Mm. Oh. Contracts. Mm. Oh, no, by the way, Gabriella, I hand you a chocolate. Oh, oh thank you. Never pass up food. <laughs> <laughs> that is nine hit points. Ooh, I will take it. Yum. So. And munching on the chocolate. Yep. I mean, that makes sense. Contracts are serious. Um, it, who is it with, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I mean, sometimes that is part of the contract, even though it's broken and such. But. I, yeah, I'd rather not say, because this could change to something right. worse. Oh. oh, That's fair. Um, well, I'm glad that we helped you out, because well, you, you obviously know who I am. I'm Gabrielle, and I don't remember a lot of our visits, but I remember that I did. You were, you were much it? younger. Yes. Um, but uh, Grandma sent me to come find you. Yeah, I got her I got her call. I was running. Didn't really have time. Yeah. Maybe I should call her well, back. Did you were you must have been out. Not not at home at that that moment, right? Cuz otherwise cuz can it can it can that thing get in here? Point out to the side and suddenly like panicked. Oh yeah. And she casts, a, she mutters something under her breath, and you guys see the door ca- get a purple sheen, and then it dissipates. It should, it should be fine now. It should be totally fine. I was just out gathering stuff for like experiments and stuff, but yeah, it found me, chased me. I wasn't able to get home, put myself in a bubble, dug me in the mud, and here we are. So you didn't create this? Oh heavens, no! This thing is awful. It's been. We've been told... How long have we been told it's been terrorizing the area? A few weeks or so. That's why I thought... This is the first time I've seen it, and I don't... I don't know what it is. I don't know where it came from. I don't want it here. Well, this is going to be a challenge. I was kind of hoping that there'd be, like, a secret answer in here somewhere. I mean, Hmm. I... Not doing a lot of damage to it with my scimitars. They're kind of mundane. Oh, the, uh, the dagger. Gabriella. Oh. You know, we have your that dagger was probably magical. I bet it can cut through it. Well, 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 maybe better. I mean, but I really don't want to get up close to it again. I do better from no, afar. No, I I think it should go to someone who can withstand being up close to it. I, you might be able to to handle it pretty well. You're you're a very good fighter. I, I think I will go ahead and take it. She pulls out again. This this is the dagger of blind sense as. Granny Greywillow described, and it was a jagged blade with a black pearl pommel. Mm-hmm. You are? I will take it, and so I guess we should discuss what our plan is to take this thing out for the next hour or so, as I attune to it. <laughs> <laughs> Spira? Yeah? Granny Greywillow said that you were an expert at enchanting things? Yeah, I can enchant you, things. Are you able to make magic weapons? or mm, Magic weapons aren't necessarily my specialty, but I can see what I can do. Okay. And even something temporary would be useful, I imagine. Yes, because our mundane weapons are not cutting through this thing. And so if we can get like 
some crossbow bolts, daggers. I've got a sword. If we can get things like that, that would be super helpful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can... Let me see what I can do. And she... <laughs> she very carefully shuffles around you guys, <laughs> purposely voicing her stinger away from you, but it's like scraping on the edge of the wall because she can't really move around you guys very easily. But yeah, let me, let me see what I can do. Uh, make yourself a home. Make yourself a home. We'd probably move over into one of the side rooms because you said that there were like three. Yeah, there's here. a bedroom. There's like a kitchen area. Yeah, yeah. Go, oh, go sit at the table. It's, we'll go to the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. And then there's like the workshop area. Do you guys want me to go see if I can find Mickey? Um, Mickey's pretty capable. And I mean, she just you... put up the ward. Like, Spira, mm-hmm. uh, is is your ward going to break if we go out? I mean, it, it's not. Does it extend past just the walls of the home? It it's just the it's just the walls of the home. Okay, that's it. The if front I... part of the the front wall. Because I don't Do think it's going to the other side. <laughs> Does it dispel when you open the door? No, you can go in and out freely as long as I say you can. She starts Second reaching year. for some. Can uh, can we? Are there windows here? There can are we, no windows. There are no windows. Okay. It, it's inside it? of the hill. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Have we heard the monster? You've been hearing growling and like how close? Mm, it's not. It's off in the distance. Okay, it's not at the front door. No, it's not. There's at the no front snuffling door. at the front door. Okay. No. Well, I'm gonna give it a little while because I am not keen on getting out there immediately. Yeah, I'd say let's rest up here for just a moment. And Mickey's, Mickey's probably fine. I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, let's take a rest, take a set, and Gabrielle's gonna look around the kitchen and start making tea. Okay. So you guys managed to get a short rest, Mickey as well. If you want the short rest, you, Gabrielle, do any healing during that time? If it's a nice tree, dice. then Mickey takes a short rest. Yeah, it's a very nice tree. You can get pretty high up on it too, about thirty, forty feet up on that thing. So you guys managed to get a short rest. Izzy, you're able to attune if that's what you wanted. Yes. And during this time, Spira is just kind of... You healed 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sorry. Got a little distracted. It popped up on my combat tracker. Spira's just kind of piddling around, grabbing different knickknacks and stuff. After the hour is up, she looks to you guys and say, Okay, well, I might be able to enchant two... Possibly three things. It just depends on what you want. I just, I think we just need it to be magical. Okay. So have some sort of a magical effect on it that will help us get through its resistances. That I can probably do. What do you need? Hand it over. Irithal, you were using a a crossbow or something like that, right? I was, but I'm more proficient with a rapier. Hmm. And Mickey is proficient with daggers. But yes, uh, I don't know how magic weapon works on ammunition. Yeah, it's just... It's, it would be the bow itself, it's the right? Bow itself. The bow itself, okay. It makes cool. it all magical. So if I were to do the crossbow, uh, I don't know. I would almost prefer two daggers and give Mickey two daggers. So two daggers and a rapier. She said two things, right? Two, two or, or three. three. Possibly three. Yeah, so, if we're just looking for simple magical effect, not even like a plus one magic item. Right. So I pull out my two daggers and I pull out my rapier and I hand them over to Spira. Okay. She takes a look at them. I th- I think I can do this. Try the dagger and the rapier first and then if you can add one more dagger then that would be great. I'll do that. Just letting you know these will be temporary. How temporary? Like 24 hours? Oh, that that's perfect. As long as it wasn't just like an hour. I know, as long <laughs> as it wasn't five minutes. Yeah, 24 hours. Yeah. Give or take an hour or two. Like I said, this is not my specialty. I'm a lot better with, like, focuses and items that don't necessarily deal damage or things like that. So, mm-hmm. Oh, we could probably give her the amulet. To look <laughs> do you want to do that right now? <laughs> well, I mean, she's got nothing else to do. That's true. Do other than <laughs> worry about these this. things. Yeah, it's like, that's probably actually very intensive work. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Let's, let's save that but for... while we're fighting. She can Spira, look at it. Yes? Um, thank you for... Uh, letting us come into your home. Would it be alright if we stayed the night while we kind of figured out our plan? Absolutely. And she turns around and she's got like this giant monocle with like multi- like the jeweler's loop. Yeah, the jeweler's loops. Yeah, and she's like inspecting a dagger. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I have. Uh, well, um, I'll probably be up all night doing this. So, you, some of you could take the bed. Uh, I can 
maybe pull some blankets out. I think I have some blankets. We'll, we'll manage. We have, we have blankets. Don't worry. I mean, we could also just all cuddle up on the bed. Mm-hmm. It's fine. One big bed. Anyway, <laughs> this is not an ad pod. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank you. You have another companion, right? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to go ahead and uh, try sending out some uh, signals for him periodically. He's pretty observant. He'll, he'll him, make his way. Send him glitter mail. <laughs> <laughs> he'll know exactly what that means, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Sorry, I I haven't had that many guests since... Oh, don't worry at all. Just do your thing. We'll we'll manage and we, we will... We'll be fine. Yeah, let me get started on this. Just check through the little people. There's a teeny tiny people on the door that mm-hmm. you can look through. And see if you could... Summon your friend and not that thing. Mm-hmm. It should be fine as long as it's not standing on top of us. It's true. <laughs> I would she like to look so worriedly. I am readying a bead of force. <laughs> cool. All right. So Gabrielle is going to go to the door and look through the peephole. Do we see any, a big, your <laughs> little beady eyes looking back? <laughs> you see a giant mouth with a tongue hanging out, just licking <laughs> the door. I'm just kidding. No, it's, it's clear. Okay. (laughs) Going to quietly and carefully open the door and look out. Is there, are there any monsters there? Roll some stealth for me, please. Okay. Squeeze. (laughs) Do we need to roll for the door stealth? (laughs) Uh, That is a total of 19. Slowly open the door. You look out. You don't see anything. You don't hear anything. Going to wait for a good 30 second count. Okay. And then go out. There is nothing above the hill, thank mm-hmm. goodness. Yes. But off in the distance to the east of you, you do hear some, like, trees getting... Chomped. Yeah, chomped or knocked down, some mm-hmm. some petrified trees. You do think it's still around, because it's, it's very large, and knocking those trees down would take some force, but at the moment, you think you're clear where you are. Okay. So... Now that I've established that I am very quiet, I'm going to do something very obvious. Okay. <laughs> and I am going to fire two Aldrich Blasts uh, you know, straight up in hopes of signaling to Mickey. Because he's seen this before. And Gabriella's blasts of Eldritch energy are very distinctive in their sparkly leaf swirl green and orange. Did I say that right? No. It's purple and orange, I think. I think so. I think you it's purple change. and orange. It's purple it can and orange. Change. <laughs> yeah, it might it might alter periodically, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Purple and orange. And so she's going to fire that off. Okay, and how far is that range? How far can it go? Uh it's 120. 120. I think. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, that's, Hold on. that's a flare. <laughs> yeah. It it's it's high enough up to be like pew pew. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So you send off these flares. And then shut the door. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and you're gonna look around. And hear if the big monster has you know, started coming our way. You hear something big starting to lumber towards you. All right. Well, and I'm going to close the door. Okay. After going in. <laughs> right. Mickey. Yes. How's your short rest been? What you been doing? So, it's, you know, just so relaxing here. What's the weather like? Partly cloudy, mid-70s. It'll get cool tonight. But it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful afternoon. Mickey it's only is, afternoon. Mickey is as high up one of these trees as he can be. And he's kind of fallen asleep watching the clouds go by. And also, you know, vaguely watching to see if anybody survived the carnage. Okay. He ate a sandwich, got some locally sourced honey, and <laughs> some um, Nutella. couple stings. Stings? From the locally sourced honey. Oh, it's not that local. <laughs> Unless there's a beehive in this tree. You know, I mean, it's possible. We didn't know if you were like, he went out on an excursion and sourced no, some honey. he hasn't left the tree for now. <laughs> okay. As you're lazing about looking for any signs of life or death, you see two purple and orange beams of light shoot straight up into the sky. Hmm. It's pretty recognizable. I guess I should roll insight. Go for it. She has really bad aim. <laughs> <laughs> I am impressed. She's still alive. 
I, what I should have done is rolled persuasion with my Eldritch Blast. To communicate. Anyway. Shot up straight into the sky about 120 mm. feet. You can see it above the tree line. Mickey's not sure how to interpret this right now. Mostly that, you know, it's been an hour and they're probably in some sort of a stable position. Maybe, you know, the survivors are pinned down in that hole with the lady who wanted to die or something. Oh, no. You've written this whole ballad in your head, haven't you? (laughs) It's possible. Gabby's working on one. In fact, in the fact, this end. makes this makes perfect sense now. If they're hiding in that bubble field with her, sitting on top of her or something, and the creature can't quite get in, then maybe, you know, because they've, like, dug a hole to the side of the bubble or something, then it's possible that Gabby has secured herself and is firing, and that's why it's shooting up, because she has to shoot out of the hole. That's totally plausible. That's an impressive theory. Gabriella is definitely fighting for her life, shooting up into the sky. Nah, Mickey doesn't think it's fighting for her life because that would have happened a lot more recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he thinks that she's probably taking pot shots at it to see if she can wound it or wing it without exposing herself. This is fair. Well, you guys want to play cards? <laughs> sure. Always. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gabriella, are you going to do this multiple times or is this the one time? I think it's going to be like a periodic thing. Okay. Like how- maybe. Not necessarily every hour, but every like three hours or something like that. At that point, I would almost, because if Mickey hasn't come to us, Mickey, I don't know, I can sneak out and be sneaky and see if I can find him as well and see what's going on. I I imagine that you are very capable tracker, but there's a lot of forest out there. There is, but if Mickey doesn't want to be found, then... I'm afraid that if we do it too many times, the beast is going to figure out where it's coming from and is going to camp, and then we'll never get out. No, that's that's valid. Uh, um, I've, I've at least given him a direction exactly. anyways, to come looking for us. And okay. So I figure if I can get out into the woods, and knowing Mickey, he's probably out there whistling a tune. So I should be able to find him. Okay. I mean, um, at least let me try once, and sure. then we'll go from there. Okay. So after two hours, we'll open the door again and I'll try sneaking out. Make a stealth check, please. Actually, do I blind sense anything on the other side of the door? Mm. You do not. Cool. That's a 10. Total? Yep. Okay. You have a really high stealth, don't you? I rolled a three. Oh. Ooh. Yep. So you open up the door, it squeaks a little bit, and you freeze. You don't hear anything out there. Blind sense? No, you don't sense anything out there. Okay. My assumption is that even if she had a terrible stealth roll, like stealth total, if it's more than like a hundred feet away, that's not going to be noticeable. Right. So you look around. There's nothing in the vicinity. Okay. I would like to head out where I last saw Mickey running. Okay. This will require another stealth check. Giving me another chance. Mm -hmm. 17. Okay. Mickey, what's your passive perception? 16? The question is rather... Can I smell her from up a tree? Because if the answer to that is no, then Mickey's passive perception is passively lower. Yeah, you could definitely smell somebody up a tree. That was a weird sentence. (laughs) You can definitely smell somebody up a tree. In that case, it's 16. If it was based on his ordinary perception, it'd be 13. Well, I think that you'd be familiar with Irithel's scent. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. I mean, I have to follow her around and help her with her revenge. Mr. Sleeping in the room above mine mm-hmm. in the loft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Iritho, you start scouting around. You don't hear the thing. You think maybe it's moved on or isn't necessarily in this direction. Okay. As you're walking around, though, you don't see Mickey. You're not entirely sure where he went or mm-hmm. kind of what direction he would have gone afterwards. So you continue walking I'm assuming heading for the trees, so I'm going into the forest and then probably looking up in the trees, and I would like to use Miram's senses as well to help me find him. Okay. Roll a d20. 11. With an 11, you get to the other side of the cliff, and you haven't found Mickey yet. So the cliff itself, the part that you guys came up, was to the north, 
the cliff kind of goes around the pond a little bit and just it, a, it's is just it a, like a wall around the pond or is it or the pond's on a plateau think like pride rock you've got a jutting out yeah it's kind of a jutting out section and you can walk all the sides but instead of being long it's just very wide so you managed to get to the southwest side of it edge mm-hmm. And if you wanted to go even more south, you're going to have to start climbing some mountains. So you've reached that point. No, he wouldn't have gone this far into the woods. Yeah. Unless he actually left. So I'd like to climb a tree and I'd like to send out a piercing whistle. A very tall tree. Icky has keen hearing, right? He's got keen smell. Did Miriam couldn't smell him at all? I'm trying to think. So you let out this piercing whistle. Mickey, from where you are, you hear a very faint whistling sound. Maybe it's a bird or something. It's definitely on your level, but it's far-ish away. It's very, very faint. So I was told maybe it's a bird, which maybe sounds very vague, and when things are birds, they generally aren't investigated. However, if it's not a bird, that might be important. The thing for Irithel is Irithel knows if it were me, I would have run as soon as I got into the trees, I would have run maybe another 20 feet, and then I would have climbed a tree immediately. Mm Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have gone however I'm I don't think I would have gone far enough to have reached the cliff face. That seems like that's probably like hundreds of feet mm-hmm. of walking. So I would have stayed within twenty feet or so, twenty to fifty feet of the edge of the forest. From the pond? From or the from edge the of the side? forest from this west side. Gotcha. Southwest side. You don't hear anything, you don't see anything. What I had you roll, the D twenty mm-hmm. was how close you were to where Mickey actually was. Okay. So you're close enough that he could hear you, Mm -hmm. but you couldn't necessarily find him. Okay. I would like to wait 20 minutes, make sure that the monster does not come for me, and then I would like to move again. Okay. After about 20 minutes, you don't hear anything moving towards you. Okay. I would like to move more south, I guess. West? I don't know. I'm not sure where I'm at exactly, per se. So you're pretty close to the cliffside. So... You could go south, but not very far. More likely to go a little bit more north. Okay, we'll go north then. Okay, roll me another d20, please. Is 15 closer or farther away? (laughs) 15 is closer. Oh, good. So with a 15, Mickey, you hear that same... I assume you whistle again. Yeah. If I can't scent him, then yeah. You hear that same whistle again. Definitely does not sound like a bird this time. Hmm. Sounds like a call. (sighs) Mickey perks up and tries to identify the direction it came from. It came from your southwest area. Hmm. Mickey's going to go ahead and do a returning whistle. Irithel, you hear it. Okay. I will wait 20 minutes and then I'll start heading that direction. Okay. So Mickey is also going to head the direction of the whistle. Going to climb down from his tree and is not waiting. Okay. You may find me first then. (laughs) Cool. So you guys do eventually meet up. Yeah, you found each other. It only took the entire episode. Yay! Irithil, you survived! Oh, Mickey, good. He didn't find you. We found Spira. Yes. Apparently that was her in the hole, and when she uh, was stuck, she meant that she was stuck in the mud. No, that's not what she told me. I asked no. her if she could get out, and she said no, she couldn't get out, uh, and that she apparently preferred Apparently she couldn't get out without help, because she's different. I have never seen a fur complaint. I mean, she's... Apparently curse. <laughs> and you got her out all in one in less than one minute? I'm impressed. Izzy apparently can levitate anyone. Yes. Pup. You didn't know that? No. Oh. Okay. How would you know that? Never mind. We've got it. So Spyra says that she can enchant some daggers for us. Okay. And they might help us. We are planning on making an attack against the creature tomorrow morning. Our attacks haven't been very effective so far. Yep. If you have any insights, we'd love them. Maybe we could enchant some water of drowning and drown it. Maybe we could enchant some arrows and shoot at it from a very long way away. Thought about that. I only have so many bolts. Could we? No, there's no... Let's enchant a tree and drop it on it. I think it would withstand that. Well, I mean, if it's going to withstand the tree, then what use is the dagger going to be? It's... We'll find out. From my time in the guild, the knife is the greatest weapon ever invented. Much better than all of the, you know, spells and things that, you know, sorcerers and wizards have. 
because it takes years to do it, and during that time, all sorts of things have happened while you studied your wizardry for years. Whereas a guy with a knife can just stab somebody and they're dead. That's the hope. But there's a caveat here. You don't use knives against things that can't be knifed to death. I think this might count. Well. But anyways, if let's go like find to... the others. Yeah, How many I... of you guys survived? All of us made it, actually. Even Spira? Even Spira. What a pity. She's. I smack you upside the head. Don't tell <laughs> her that. <laughs> okay. Are you just gonna, you're just going to skip your way back? Yes. Sneakily. She can't skip, so. I cannot skip. I will skip for both of us. Okay. <laughs> Are you skipping sneakily? Mm-hmm. Mickey is talented. Is there any sign of the creature? Make a perception check. Can, Can I, I roll assist? it with my sn- sniffing? Mm-hmm. It probably smelt. You probably can't assist if I'm sniffing. Marin code. Oh, fair enough. That is a 19. Uh, with a 19, you smell it. It's definitely still near the pond. Are we near the pond? Yeah, you're, you're I mean, right at the edge of the, the pond. You're right at the edge of the tree line that leads to the pond. Has anyone asked her why she lives in a bog? Not yet. You can I mean, ask her. You know, people live all sorts of places, but given all the other things we've seen, this seems kind of weird. Not exactly prime real estate, a poison swamp. Are we sneaking, Mickey, or not? Mickey is half sneaking. Hirathel is all sneaking. Okay, roll a stealth check. Both of you, please. Nine. I mean, you don't both have to. Oh, good. Mickey's dice is staying in character and got a 13. Oh, good. Yeah, I got a cramp. Oh, I got ouch. a nine. Ouch. So, Irithel, you lead Mickey to where the house is, and suddenly you hear the trampling of feet coming right at you. Slam the door shut. Okay. So you managed to run in really quick. Well, knock on the door, knock on the door, knock on the door. She said we could get in, right? Mm-hmm. So I can get, I can just open the door, right? Assuming that we have it un- unbolted. Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, oh, that's, and gonna run over to the door. Roar, and, uh, the open it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys managed to get in. As you see this honking experiment of a thing coming straight at you, and you slam the door right as you hear a boom. I found Mickey. As you hear the tongue slam against the door. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Oh, hi, Mickey. <laughs> oh, hi. You survived too, huh? Yeah. We're just over here playing uh, Would You Rather. Did Dora survive? Um, yeah, Dora is fine. Good. I even ah, summoned Dora. What's that? <laughs> that's, oh, that's Spira. Huh? Oh, hi. Spira, this is Mickey. Huh. Hi. As she's, what a pity. Nice to meet you. She's in the corners, moving her hands in very fluid water-like motions over the rapier. Nice to meet you. I think I got some leftovers and mm-hmm. somewhere. Help yourself. Anything. It's fine. So you guys settle down for the night. You hear scraping and banging and stuff for a couple hours, and then eventually it dies down and you hear the creature slowly make its way away, trying to find something else to eat, slaughter, maim, whatever. Whatever your whatever cup of tea is. And as you bed down for the night, you get a long rest. Yay! Da-da-da-da! I didn't even get to use the inspiration that Gabriella gave me. That's okay. That's we, fine. We can all get new inspiration. You still got to feel encouraged. Yes. Yes, I did. Maybe it helped me extra with the wind, even though I didn't apply it there. But mm. So you guys wake up to the smell of bacon and eggs. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. And lots and lots of butter and bacon grease. <laughs> Gabriella like rolls off the edge of the couch bed somewhere. I don't know. She might have been up against a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Hair's a mess. Eyes still blurry. Like, mm, but just going by her nose. Food. <laughs> yep. Yep. Food's ready. Food's mm. ready. Mm. Thank you, Spira. Just like face on her, yeah, hand in her face, like oh, and just like finds like a way to the tip. The sleep lines from like oh, a pillow. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Irithel, as you wake up, you hear the clattering of two metallic objects, and you see your rapier and your dagger were sitting like kind of next to you, kind of resting on you upside down, so they're not like gonna poke you if you rolled over. They're just kind of hanging out right there. I'm a little weirded out that she got that close to me without me waking up, but okay. <laughs> She's got reach. <laughs> or, you know, she used mage hand. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Mickey, you wake up to the smell of bacon and eggs. Izzy, it smells good. Yeah. Mmm. 
Roz, your your cooking is delicious as all. Oh wait, I'm not there right now. I'm Spira. <laughs> Thank Sorry. you, Spira. I'm I'm still half asleep, and like Izzy's eyes are still almost like glued shut from like the sleep crusties, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. But she's amazingly able to dodge any like furniture that might be in the way because of the blind sense that she now has with the dagger. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So, yeah, so she blindly makes her way to the table without any injury. Yeah. In contrast to Gabriella's approach to the table, which was like thump, 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 clatter. <laughs> Mornings are not great. Not a morning person. So with one claw, a giant plate of eggs gets set down. With another claw, it's a giant plate of bacon. A plate of rolls slathered in butter. Butter. Slattered in butter, lots of butter, slowly floats its way down into the middle of the table. And in Spira's pixie hands, you see two, what, well, for her are giant pitchers. One's full of some sort of juice, and another one looks to be tea, kind of like iced tea. And they're very big for her, and she sets them down. Well, I finished it. And you see that, like, her, she is really big really deep bags under her eyes like she didn't sleep at all. Oh. I, I, I got it for you. Uh, I got a dagger and a rapier and the second dagger is on the table in my workshop. I'll grab it later. Eat up! Mm, mm. Start chowing down. It is delicious. Mickey, here's some daggers. Mickey looks at the daggers. They're Irithel's daggers. I want them back after. Are these the ones that are supposed to be magical? Yes. They look a little extra shiny. So, Mickey... Irithel has handed you two plus one daggers. Mm-hmm. And Irithel, you have a plus one rapier. Ooh, okay. Super special if it's plus one. It's magical. <laughs> yeah. Some of them aren't. Yeah, I mean, you can just have a magic rapier that's mm-hmm. not plus one. Mm-hmm. I, will take, I will take plus one. I am not arguing. Spyro's good at her job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. All right. Well, as she shows what to you guys is a normal piece of bacon, but to her is like, two giant pieces of bacon. Mm. She shows them in her mouth and starts chopping. <sighs> well, before I send you guys off to your death, is there anything else you want from me? Uh, um. <laughs> nope. I mean, unless you know any of the creature's weaknesses that you've noticed. Nope. Yeah. From inside the hole? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. It's got a weird tongue, no face, and deadly claws. I wonder if we can chop that tongue off. That's a good idea. Uh, if we can manage it. Yeah. Like, ah. Uh... Maybe when we bloody it, Corrin <laughs> will let us say that the ch- tongue is chopped off. Ooh, <laughs> do you think that if we chop the tongue off, we'll get a weapon? Mm-hmm. With That's a Dark tongue? Souls thing. <laughs> oh, dear. With tails. Mm. Okay, off we go, I guess. Uh, stuff, 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 stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get a good breakfast. For the road. <laughs> Can't have too much food on a stomach before a performance. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Mm. Your thoughts eating light. <laughs> so, Gabrielle is like, oh, don't remember a lot about my visit before, but these biscuits. Oh, I remember these biscuits, mm. Spira. Yeah, <sighs> they're so my, good. They're, I'm so very well good. known. So good. Are they full of cheddar? Yeah, they're cheddar biscuits. Cheddar biscuits are the best biscuits. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are the best. Oh, I want some cheddar biscuits. <laughs> Let's go to Red Lobster. Just do it. Uh, homemade Just ones kidding. are better. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, back on to <laughs> fighting. Should we and use not cheesy bread? <laughs> Should we use uh, bacon as a lure? Bacon would be a pretty good lure. Uh, yeah, Spyro, you mind us uh, taking the rest of your bacon? She looks longingly uh-huh. down at her plate of bacon. And not grabs, not like, four pieces bacon. No, no, not your bacon. The, the extra bacon. I was just going to take this some from my plate. This is all I got here. Then, never mind. You keep your bacon. No, no, no. No. I want you to live. Here you go. And she she keeps four pieces of bacon for herself. Okay. And you guys now have, like, 12 pieces of She was getting, like, 16 bacon. pieces of bacon? That are she big. is a large creature. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she probably doesn't eat pieces of bacon. She probably eats hunks. Well... <laughs> She well, is a large creature, but she has a small mouth. It's true. Which she means has a small that tummy. she takes a long time to eat. <laughs> oh, oh. That means she has to spend like all day eating. That's the real curse. Of this. It is the real curse. She oh, spends no. all day eating, grazing. Uh, yep. Oh, no. <laughs> well, in that case, I'll 
leave the door unlocked and good luck. I'll oh, reset by, the, I'll by reset the way, the uh, we found this thing. If you want to identify it and stuff while we're off fighting and we leave the amulet, maybe? Oh, oh so th- this takes a little bit of more explanation than that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, okay, well, wait, wait. And she the- rubs her eyes and shoves another piece of bacon in her mouth. And she needs a nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I think through through that, we explain a little bit about the, the amulet and its origins and that Granny Grey Willow is like, hey, you know, the- Spyro is the one who made this originally. Like, Spyro, do, do you recognize this? Was this one of your pieces? She gives it a cursory glance. Hmm, let me see that. Pretty sure I destroyed all of these. And she holds on to it. And from out of nowhere, that little jeweler's eyepiece shows back up on her eyes. She looks at it and she goes, Gotta get me one of those. <laughs> They're very handy. Uh, she, she looks at the onyx, feels around the edge of the metal around it, the golden metal er- areas, and this is not my work. Oh. Really? This isn't mine. Is Someone, it a copycat? Uh, I really need you to survive to give me more information about this because the only person who knows about how to make these is me. This is not my work. Well, hmm. I mean, the monster's going to wait a couple minutes. So, I mean, we've got a couple minutes. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, there could be a whole other party out there just getting slaughtered, but that's fine. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be fine. I'm sure. The, the, gar- the, the valley's been overpopulated for years anyways. Oh, dear. Yeah, this is not my work. I am very concerned who got this information from my head. This definitely looks like... Hmm, and she flips it over. She grabs into her sprite pocket a little terry cloth. Wipes it on the back, kind of oiling it, rubs off the oil a little bit. She goes, yep, nope, this is definitely Odonis Eckett's work. What the heck are they doing? This is, what? This is, anyone else heard that name before? Nope. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, yes. Oh, never mind. So, Odonis Eckett, Mickey. Yes? You do know that Odonis Eckett is... Kind of the fantasy version of like a munitions creator, like magical, like if those four speeds, he probably could make those. Oh, Odonis. Yeah, Odonis Eckett um, has been known. He sells cheap knockoff sling bullets and stuff. Yeah. With sparklers. Is, yeah, and this is a cheap knockoff amulet. You do know that he has been contracted periodically with the Murders Guild, depending on what kind of things they need. He mainly deals with explosive things, but he can sometimes do weapons and stuff as well. Yeah, sometimes uh, certain associates of mine get into their heads that they need to be more elaborate than they actually ought to for the job description. And so, you know, they go to him for party favors. Is that what those are? (laughs) (laughs) Cheap knockoff party favors. Gabriella, make a history check. Hmm. Not saying I'd turn one down if it showed up in my hand, but still. You don't recognize Odonis, but you remember Eckett for some reason. My knowledge of history should work well for me. I have a total of 20. With a 20, Eckett. Eckett. Eckett was a name of a person who was there that was supposed to do the handoff with your uncle. One of the names of that mm. person. Called himself Eckett, but don't remember the first name probably didn't even give it. And you do know that this Eckett worked for or was in relation with the Black Sparrow gang at some point. Hmm. I think that really doesn't say anything at the moment, but certainly her face darkens as she is reminded of that time, I'm assuming is what you're referring to is the time where her uncle, William, died mm-hmm. as part of a job. Like it was one of those names of one of the handoffs. Can you remember that name? Hmm. I don't know who that is exactly, but I'm going to have to... Maybe Otis remembers what the deal with this was. I'll have to ask when we get back. Yeah, Eckett used to be one of those people that you went to for goods and services where you don't normally get goods and services above board, but... I thought he retired like 50 years ago. He's been a toy maker ever since. Why is he... This isn't even in his wheelhouse. Why is he making this? And she turns it over to look at the onyx stone and it turns into an eyeball and it blinks and you hear a voice come out saying, 
Spira, I see you. Put it in a box. Put it in a box. And that's where we're going to end our session. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Miriam was this close to launching herself at it. Mm. <laughs> Probably did. Probably did. <laughs> Power Word Crit is directed by Corin Sparks and edited by Ashlyn McGregor. If you enjoyed our episode, be sure to tell your favorite kobold about us, follow us on Facebook, tweet us at Power Word Crit, send us an email at powerwordcrit at gmail.com, or check out our website, powerwordcrit.com, for character art and bios.